Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. Yes, the key word is we. Yep, and you are back. I keep missing. I keep missing <laughs> these interviews. What's wrong with me? No, just it's wait. all good. Yeah. I'm just so glad that you um, are the strong podcaster that you are, and you just carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> I'm carrying something. I don't know what I'm carrying, but I'm carrying. <laughs> I'm carrying something. That's funny. Well, yes. Welcome. We're we're back, and... Um, at the point at which we're recording this, we're kind of midway done with April. And by the time people hear this, we'll be a little bit more than midway. And I don't know. Hopefully people are hanging in here and yep. learning a lot of stuff about themselves, their families, their friends, our society. There's a lot going on. A lot, yep. a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very uh, learning heavy time <laughs> yeah it is it is it's it's quite surreal to kind of see if, if you if if you're an empath like me and intuitive it's like woo woo talk about woo woo well we got right, right. Mm. <laughs> yeah but, yeah but uh yeah. but yeah we'll 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 get to our, our task at hand and we'll we're gonna get we'll, to our we'll task com- at hand and yeah we'll comment on this as as we go along but uh I'm going to give us our music tip for the day. Yes, and please. Yes. It's uh, pretty timely because we have a singer-songwriter coming up. And mm-hmm. um, and a, dy- a, a, a dynamic one at that. But yeah, right, keep right. going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this yeah. is an app that's on, I think it's only available on Apple, on the um, I- iPhone. But it's an iOS app. Um, and it's called Rhymer's Block. Um, Rhymer's like, Block. Oh, yeah, R H Y M E R. Rhymer's Block. Rhymer's. That's creative. And okay. Yeah, it's uh, if you start putting in lyrics, it'll start putting in words that rhyme with it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It actually okay. kind of it's like almost like AI. It sort of um, predicts what you're looking for, yeah. and uh, yeah, so it it gives you words to rhyme rhyme with and uh it's kind of can inspire you hopefully in your writing well that's interesting that's (laughs) i mean i see the i see the the obviously the pros but i you know me i'm always trying to see what i'm the skeptic but no i think that's really good especially when you i mean i love the idea of the rhymer's block because it's you know sometimes yeah you're very blocked and you're just trying to kind of figure out which way to go so i like that yeah, I'm too. I'm I'm all about technology helping us. <laughs> yeah, well, nowadays you better be. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you're not going to really be functioning, right? <laughs> exactly. Mm. Wow. Okay. I like that. Thank you very much. As awesome. usual, you are on top of your game of finding really cool things. So, today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Banzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. 
You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Banzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year. Well, I'm since sure. we're talking about, yeah, since we're talking about writers, <laughs> well, we have we have been bringing some, I don't know, Will, we've been bringing some people from uh, our R&B soul world that are truly kind of iconic people. I, I'm just really mm-hmm. excited, don't you? I mean, I this is this mm-hmm. guest is yet someone that I, I wonder if people really, really know who who she is. And I'm just really excited um, that she could be here. Now, as we traditionally do, I let our guests tell their, you know, tell their stories and everything. But this is a guest that I want to, she and I have never met. We kind of met on, I think we more so met on social media and just through music, um, obviously connections and always just so pleasant and and positive on social media and uplifting and, and really positive comments and at the time I think when she first maybe we first connected um I, I knew she was a singer and I knew she was in the music industry but huh, I didn't know no until I really started like wait a minute wait a minute and so I do I usually let our guests kind of you know tell their stories but I do want to read something because I think um Soul Tracks did a feature on her and um I liked, I, I want people to really, because sometimes our guests get real humble and they don't be sharing all their glory. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to share a little bit of her glory <laughs> up front and then I'll let her kind of tell this story. But they, you know, I'm quoting again from soultracks.com and, um, and this is, I think, from probably her bio, but she has written, now listen, y'all, for, for who's, who, when we're talking about songwriters, um, I'm not, her being a songwriter, She's written for such artists as Kirk Franklin, such artists as Patrice Russian. <laughs> she has worked, uh, written for Jeanne, um, worked with Sarita Wright, late Sarita Wright, has wrote for the movie Hollywood Shuffle. Oh my gosh. And see, for me, when, you know, I, I just had to kind of stop at the Patrice Russian part because I'm, I'm a massive Patrice Russian. Like, she's a huge influence, I think. I don't know. I just I love everything about her, and to know that our guest today had her hand in co-writing some of Patrice's biggest hits, um, including "Haven't You Heard" and "Settle for My Love." I mean, that's just that's awesome. So I bring to you Miss Sherry Brown. Hi, hey, Sherry. Sherry. 
<laughs> well, thank you. That was a nice introduction. Thank you. Oh, you deserve it. I, I'm just, we're really honored to, to be able to have people like you who have been in this yep. industry and, you know, who really are, you know, have been in this and get it and, and get not just the, um, oh, this song is nice or that, you know, music, you should love music, but get the business because you've had to, you know, as a writer, be a part of that. So it's an honor. It's an honor. It's easy to do good intros when we have that. Well, thank so you. I, pre- I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're pretty yeah. cool yourself. I have to say that I follow, I follow you on, uh, on Facebook. I said, listen, you're talking about somebody being positive. Said, oh, that is so nice. What she said, <laughs> check her out. <laughs> well, you go ahead with your, you. your bad self girl. Oh, thank you. I think, you know, we said, you know, was it birds of a feather flock together? So, I mean, I, you know, that those energies, I, you, that means we're all in the same circle. So, I would love for you to share with our listeners, just to to let them know who you are today, what how, how you consider yourself as an artist, and and your background, how you got into this um, crazy music business. I, I will do that, but you you would not believe what just happened. You said birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. Birds of a feather flock together, bringing a love that will last forever. That's how often I will be. Something, something, <laughs> birds of a feather flock together, bringing a love that will last. Now, I'm going to tell you why I'm singing that. Oh, uh, my gosh. So, so I wrote a song called Birds of a Feather Flock Together. Oh, my gosh. Wow. When I was in high school, when I was oh in high God. school, oh my on my guitar. And do you know that, uh, and this is a part of my history. So, so back in the day, back then, they used to have this big um, competition called Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like a la American Idol, but not on TV. It was a big thing in, in all of the, the local schools in L.A. and Hollywood and the Valley and surrounding areas uh, in Los Angeles would um, audition. So there was, oh my gosh, this just brings back such memory. So <laughs> so it's so funny because a year, let me see, three years or four years before that event, this, this particular event that I'm talking about, I had applied to be, to audition for this competition and I got a reject letter. You know, I was so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think I was like a freshman. I was in the ninth grade. And so when I got to be in the 12th grade, you know, have guitar will travel was my model. <laughs> and I had my guitar and I would play anywhere, everywhere I could play. And I would always be playing songs that I wrote mm-hmm. and, and, you know, original music. And I sang in, in my classroom. I sang on the bus on the way to school. I sang at all the auditions, um, at, not the auditions, I'm sorry, the assemblies, not all of them, but a number of the assemblies at the high school, in my high school. And I went to an all girls high school. So, you know, us women can be, well, young girls can be pretty rough on each other as far as complimenting or not complimenting. And so they really embraced my music. And so there was this music teacher there at the school and I didn't even take music. And she said, you know, you should, you should audition for this battle of the bands. I said, oh, I did that when I was in ninth grade and I got a reject Mm -hmm. letter. And she says, no, this is, this is three years later. You should go and you should do it. So I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do it. So I did, I, I, I applied. 
got a call for an audition. Then they called, the, they were like divisions. So I was in the vocal soloist division. And they, um, then they picked the top 20 in each division to go to the semifinals. So I made the semifinals. And from the semifinals, they, they picked the top three to go to the finals. And the finals were, was held at uh, the Hollywood Bowl in Hollywood, California. And so I remember when I got that letter saying I made the finals and I ran, I got the mail, opened it up, ran all, a block, a whole block <laughs> on my street screaming, I did it, just scream my lungs out, right? And so what happened is I was, I, I competed playing two of my original songs on my guitar and um, the, the person who, uh, did the instrumentation? They actually, we actually had um, an orchestra playing. Wow! And his name was Larry, wow, yeah. Larry Farrell, and he did the arrangements and conducted the orchestra, playing behind me, performing both of my original songs wow. on my twelve-string acoustic guitar. It was wow. at the Hollywood Bowl in the evening. I have pictures and everything. I'll send you a picture. And you got it, recordings? anyway, <laughs> yeah, you got a recording. <laughs> I wish I, you know what they did, but the album, I played it so much right. and you can't play it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. Anyway, Birds of a Feather was one of the songs That's and I actually won. Wow. I won. <laughs> and oh Sarita, the late, the late Sarita Wright was in, was in the audience that night. Um, she was, she, she, she was um, one of my mentors, you know, so. Wow. It was that's when that's I beautiful. knew that this is what I wanted to, was supposed to do and was destined to do in life. Mm. And so thanks for that's for, that is crazy that. that I said that. I mean, no, you know that just kind of came to me. And so this is what I mean. <laughs> I like what? About the, that's what I mean about the whole esoteric woo-woo. Will and I bring that out. <laughs> right. It's like oh, what? birds of a feather. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh! I think I'm a crazy. I'm gonna bring I my guitar it. out. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna revise that and, and put it out. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, yeah, I didn't know that. Now, now, now you inspired. You got it. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? And you know what? Kenya, we'll have to do it. So we'll have you have to sing on it with me. I'm I know. Serious. I, I everybody can listen. hear this. Okay. I am. Serious. I'm telling you. I'm serious too. I you know. I'm not. This is for me. You know, yeah, I'm not going to take over. Will has not said anything, but this is, you know, I'm a singer and a songwriter. So it, Will is a composer. He can sing, but he 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 tries to be more on the music uh, instrumentation side of and production side of things. But this is, That's you know, I, I just think it's, I, I just put a post up on um, Facebook how, you know, when opportunity meets, you know, preparation, magic happens. And so right. the fact that I keep you know, I keep having these fantastic meetings and, you know, you sharing kind of what happened in your situation. That was an opportunity, but you were ready, you know, and, and boom, yes. you know, these, that it just started your career, but we'll go ahead. I, I'll let you start with questions. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, just, just from that one, one story, I just wanted uh, to drill down a on a couple things for our listeners to be inspired about even more inspired. Um, for First uh, for me, uh, what, what made you want to play guitar? Because a lot of, uh, you know, uh, 
that black youth coming up that that's not their instrument of choice. Um, and it, it's, in, it's interesting to me because uh, the blues is pretty much our found is the foundation of, of popular music period. Um, and the guitar is a big feature in that. So I, I'm very curious into to what influenced you to, to select the guitar as your instrument of choice. Oh, well, now this is crazy. So, oh my gosh, all this stuff that's just being brought back. So <laughs> when I was nine years old or eight, there used to be this catalog. You know how you have department stores and they send out catalogs. Of their mm-hmm. um, oh my god, I forgot about there that. Used to be, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there used to be this catalog, and I'm really dating myself. Called the Spiegel catalog, mm-hmm. and my mom, I my Spiegel. mom used to get, yeah, my mom used to get it, and it was a really big magazine type uh, catalog. So um, I would always go through it. It had so much stuff. It had the different sections and I would always go to the music section and I would be looking at the instruments and for some reason I was always drawn to the guitar and so I uh when I was in fourth grade so that would have been I would be I was nine I I told my mom and dad I wanted a guitar so my birthday is on Christmas Mm, and um yeah so I was like well I want to can you give me a guitar for, for my birthday on Christmas and sure enough, I got the guitar, and um, I, but I didn't take it very serious. Um, and the guitar broke it that year. I remember it fell or something crazy. So the next year, I said, "Can you? Can I get another guitar? Can Santa Claus bring it if you guys can't give it to me for my birthday?" <laughs> and sure enough, I got another guitar, and I took it serious. I have a, a cousin named Tanya who came over. She showed me how to tune it. And she gave me a, a chord book and showed me how to follow it. And I taught myself how to play the guitar. Wow. And the acoustic guitar was um, a metal, uh, it, it was metal strings, you know, mm-hmm. which is very hard to learn on anyway. Yeah. And I was so determined. I'd be laying in bed. Some, I would just, at night, I was, was so insistent and determined on getting the sound out. But you know, what you have to do, you have to, your tips of your fingers have to be hardened up when you get these calluses. Well, until it gets to that, it's, it's extremely sore because it blisters mm-hmm. fingers. And so I was determined my fingers, my hands would be throbbing. I couldn't touch anything because mm. I was so determined. So that, you know, and the, and, and then the late um, Bill Withers inspired me. I saw him on TV and, and saw him play his guitar and, and I saw him like uh, hitting his guitar, making a percussive song. So what I did is started creating that kind of a sound with my guitar. And so I had my own percussions when I would be performing. And so there were very few songs, very few cover songs that I would do um, because I was so intent on writing my own song. Mm -hmm. I just loved to write. I was really good at English and poetry. So the only cover songs I can remember ever doing was uh, Stevie's um, You're the Sun. Which one was it? You are the my Sharia Moore. Oh, my Sharia Moore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, my Sharia Moore. And I, I taught myself and l- learned to play um, Bill Withers' Grandma's Hands and Ain't No Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other one. I There was a uh, one of Marvin Gaye's songs. I can't remember. But those are the only songs, cover songs I've ever done. 
Mm -hmm. um, you know, with my guitar mm -hmm. because I was just so into writing my my own my own song. So um, that's how. So so Will, I know it's a little long winded, but that's how I came about. Oh, that's you know, beautiful. Playing no. the guitar. Yeah, it's it's really it's interesting how people select instruments uh, to be their uh, their voice of choice. I guess you can say it that way. But uh, but you you your voice is is also your instrument, and that's uh, mm -hmm. it, yes. you chose yeah. something that would accompany you and, and give give you that that uh, that platform. But that's that's beautiful. Yeah. 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 And now I I'm going to circle back a bit. You had mentioned that Sarita right was in the audience and you know became a, a mentor. So definitely want to hear about because we have a lot of people who are listening that are, you know, aspiring songwriters and, you know, constantly we've been, we've been so blessed to have some amazing songwriters as guests on our show. And it's always been pretty interesting to hear how they were able to connect with other, you know, with singers to be able to actually write with them or, or perform their pieces. So how did you start to really kind of leverage yourself and get into the business of music and really starting to write for a major artist or with major artists? It, it's really interesting because people ask that of me all the time. I tell them there's no formula. Right. There really isn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just how, just like, like you in the beginning of this conversation today said birds of a feather and then how that just sparked something in me to share something about a song created mm -hmm. uh, with those lyrics and title. And so what happened, and I tell people, when you have a gift and a talent, you play and perform as much as you can for um, whomever you can in, the, in always in a positive light. Mm -hmm. um, always, but, but when you're doing original things, I always tell folks to make sure that you copyright that song or the idea. Mm -hmm. And I can talk about that later. But what um, I, I would just sing everywhere. And so people started hearing me. And so I was in um, very involved in, and still am, uh, Transcendental Meditation, TM. And, and in Lamert Park, there was a TM center. And it was set up for people in the community and specifically for people of color. Because TM is a very positive thing. It's not a religious thing. It's, it's a way of releasing um, stress. Mm. And it's yeah. been scientifically proven to do that. And, and so, you know, people were like, oh, my gosh, you're doing this, you're doing that. And that's against your religion. Well, I'm, I'm Catholic. And, and my dad, my, my dad was very, very, my late dad was a very strict Catholic and raised us all eight kids. And my mom and my dad's were 10 of them. Mm. And so I had to take him to hear a lecture uh, about TM because I was a minor, I was 16 at the time. and. Um, you couldn't do it without your parents' permission. Well, my dad was so impressed um, that he got our whole family initiated into TM, mm. 10 of us awesome. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so there were, at that time, there were a number of folks in the entertainment that were meditators at TM. And so Sarita was one of them. Mm. In fact, the day I met Stevie was through Sarita at the TM Center the day he got in it, he started he learned how to do TM. Mm. And and so they would have these events where people would just share what it is that they do, poetry, uh, dance, 
music and I was always called upon. In fact, you didn't have to call upon me because there was a joy <laughs> in me to, to share my music. It wasn't that I was showing off. It was just such a joy. And the more I saw that people enjoyed and were inspired or, or uplifted by it, the more I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So Sarita, you know, we, we became friends. And then, you know, she invited, you know, we'd be, you know, I would come go over to her house. And, you know, Sarita was a, a very prolific songwriter herself. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of Stevie's songs, you know, um, and, and did stuff on her album. So um, we would get together and, 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 and write, you know, collaborate, just mess around. She'd give me some pointers here and there. But the thing that happened is that in, um, and this again, it had to do with me sharing my gift. Mm-hmm. The way I met Patrice, because I've written, co-written on quite a bit with Patrice. Mm-hmm. We've been friends since just out of high school. So the way I met her is I was, um, UCLA had this series of jazz artists doing lectures for jazz. It was called uh, Jazz Week mm-hmm. and uh, in LA. And so I took my guitar, got on the bus, and rode the bus, took about an hour and maybe a little longer from my house to UCLA to go see, to go here and see Joe Paz, who was, mm. um, you know, a great uh, yeah. Yeah, guitar. jazz guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting there in his lecture and I'm, I'm a little disappointed because not what, not with what I was hearing, but I thought it was going to be more of a hands on um, lecture and I had my guitar there. So during the break, somebody said, a friend of mine said, you should go see this sister over there in that room. She's, you, you should go. She plays the piano. She's really bad. <laughs> so, and, 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 and so really, you know, and so what I did is uh, I, I didn't go back to the session with Joe Pass. I went over and sat in the back, you know, listen to Patrice. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting at the piano and she's, I'm just like hearing what Patrice is saying. I'm saying, Kali, that sounds so much like my, you know, what I think and what, and how I feel. Oh my gosh, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, so it was over. When the lecture was over, my friend said, "Well, she knew her." She said, "Well, do you want to meet her?" I said, "Sure." So I, I bring my guitar and I go up there. You know, everybody, the room's kind of cleared out. So I'm, you know, the introduction's made, and she looks at the guitar and she says, "You play that?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "Take it out and play something for me." <laughs> So I took it out and I played one of my original songs. Mm. And she she said, we exchanged numbers and she said, if you ever need anything, just give me a call. Wow. And so when I when I started working on my first demo, uh, I called her. Mm-hmm. And she she worked on my very first demo. Wow. Um, and every demo after that until I got my my record deal at Capitol mm-hmm. Records. And then, and, and so what happened is there was another mentor of mine. His name is Alexander Thomas. He's like my big brother. We're still very good friends and ha- um, have something that, that's going to be on this new project. Mm-hmm. But he used to be with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he was a trombone player but with the original, or, you know, with most of the original guys. Mm-hmm. And so he happened to be my neighbor. <laughs> my uncle introduced reintroduced, he was just your neighbor reintroduced <laughs> okay this right is crazy. and so and, and he isn't that crazy it, but 
here's the thing. He was my neighbor when I was like in elementary school, <laughs> but he's older. And so, you know, when you're little, uh-huh. it's like, it's like, they're much older. Right. Oh my gosh. You don't hang, you don't talk. Right. And he used to play the trombone and he used to practice every single day. And then you'd be like, Oh, there he goes playing that. horn again." <laughs> and so, so anyway, he, he moved away and got married. But what happened in the house that he grew up in, his mom was still there. My uncle, aunt, an aunt and uncle of mine moved into the house next door. Well, after so many years, they moved and they rented it out. Well, Alex moved back to the neighborhood and rented that house with his family. And so then my uncle uh, kept saying to me, I want you to meet this guy. You know, that's with Earth and the Fire. Mm-hmm. So that's how we met. Oh gosh, and so that's crazy. I've just been surrounded by those kind of people. So when I worked on my first demo, Patrice Russian was involved, Alexander mm-hmm. Thomas, mm-hmm. Um, James Brown's Horny Horns, um, James, the late, the, the um, late Ricky Lawson, mm. um, wow. just people like that. And Sarita, you know, singing and Patrice and us singing background. It was just so magical, you mm-hmm. know? So, you, and you I was always, re- oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was always recording songs <laughs> that I wrote. Wow. If, if you tried to run, you couldn't get away from it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And you know what? That's so that's so that's so true, Will, because what, what's happening, even in the midst of what's going on now, this project that I'm working on, mm-hmm. I that I've been working on, I feel like it's some of the best stuff that I've done since my capital days. Wow. Mm. And I and what's happening, there's people that um are involved that are old school with me that that have been in my life and we've been working together also for years. Patrice, the, the single, which was released February 14th, Patrice Russian and I co-wrote. Mm. Right now, we're finishing up the music video for it. Jim Gilstrap is involved with it, my my real brother. And I met him through Sarita. Wow. And, um, it, so, you so know, this is, and, and, this right here, for, for our listeners, this is pretty much exactly what we've been talking about. And this is what's going to give you encouragement in this time. Because... When when you hear Sheree's uh, life and how everything's been sort of, it looks, it sounds as if it's orchestrated. You know, what I, I mean? know. So yeah, it, you know, it's there's things that are are put in place to make sure that that you're guided into the right direction and to fully uh, expressing and and actualize self actualizing, mm-hmm. uh, fully actualizing yourself, and that's. Uh, this this time period is that, and that's what you're what you're talking about is is totally inspiring. It's my yes, own point. Yes, and and so what's happening with this new project, right? I'm working along with some of my older friends. Well, I shouldn't say older friends, more seasoned, because there's and then we're seasoned. We're the same around the same. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, the same the same group of folks, right? And but but we're I'm working with some younger folks. Uh, there's someone, a young man that works with Dr. Dre. There's, oh. there's another man. Um, I'm working with um, the late um, Roy Hargrove's younger brother, oh. Brian Hargrove, mm. major. He's wow. so, he's so talented. Um, there's a young man. Uh, oh, uh, Brian also uh, 
has been working with Salon, Solange mm-hmm. and oh, doing Solange. some recordings mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so the, the musicians that, that they're young, you know, and, mm-hmm. and talented, you know, my daughter's involved and I have some talented nieces and nephews because I believe in family mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and, and my son's doing something and, but it's, 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 it's major. And, and so the thing about this project is that I'm writing, since we're talking about songwriting, mm-hmm. I'm writing, uh, there, uh, there are some featured artists that are involved with it where, that I've written songs for that they're singing or that, that they're um, spotlight, you know, spotlighted. And I've either written or co-written with them, mm-hmm. with the exception of one song. And, and um, some duets that I'm doing and, and, of course, things that I'm doing by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a really amazing project, and and it's it's uh, called Messages from the Spirit, mm. uh, a collect a collective. I love or it. The, I yeah, love a collective. It. I love it. And Beautiful. Yeah, and yeah, and it's and it's to go with the book, um, but the the musical come out first. So so the book is called Messages from the Spirit, and what it is is it's there's stories of young adult women and the challenges that they've overcome. They share their true stories. And some of the storytellers are singing the song that is dedicated to their story. So there's a mm. song dedicated to each story, each woman in their story. Oh, wow. And um, and so we'll start out with the, the album. The single came out first. We followed the album. Then we're, we're working on a... Um, uh, an ebook and then the, the the actual book and of course you know because of what's going on now it's a thing of just strategizing to get it out and the best way to get it out because it needs to be out mm-hmm. which the music especially mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I've been listening to it myself over and over again it's very uplifting to me so yeah. um when you were talking about yeah when when Will was talking when, Will when you were talking about uh you know, how things have fallen into place. You know, a lot of it has to do with my faith, and but a lot of it has to also do with being persistent. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's been very, very uh, invigorating it's, it's, for me is working with the younger ones mm-hmm. and to know the respect that they have for my talent. Mm-hmm. Because there's some young folks, you know, as you get older, who do not um, operate that way, you know? Right. And so... Yeah. It's so funny because they'll say, Miss Sherry or Auntie. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> ma'am. Or they'll say, ma'am. You don't have to call me ma'am. <laughs> right. Like, uh, <laughs> but, you know, so. Yeah. That's I love, well, you can tell uh, I, I love my music, you know. Uh, can you? you I, I'm just, your, your yeah, no, I know because I know we're getting short on our time and. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of of golden nuggets in this. And one of the I mean, like Will said, you know, we talk, Sherry, we talk a lot on this show about relationships and about, um, you know, building those relationships while building your craft and while, you know, still writing. And, And so you're kind of hitting on all of this. And a lot of times I think we think, oh, you know, they're just so lucky or whatever. It's like, nah, if this is if you're really authentically doing this, if this is coming from what is clear for you, a pure joy, you know, I mean the, the joy, I, I can just hear the joy you have for music. 
if if artists can just really understand that, you know, that this is when you, when it's coming from that honest space, then it's like a quilt. Like all the pieces, the people are there. They just start to kind of come together, you know, and it, and it feels a little mm-hmm. like how, but when you, like what you just said, as far as, you know, um, the trombone player being your neighbor when you were a kid and then at full circle, I mean, you know, these full circle moments um, are just, they're just really important. And I just want to keep reiterating that because almost every guest has talked about this and how, you know, these serendipitous, what appear to be serendipitous things happen really is what paved the way, you know, to their, to their careers. So I, I think that's awesome. I, the only last question I have before we kind of buzz off here is um, handling the business. <laughs> so you're an independent, I, clearly it sounds like at this point you're independent, but are you, are you independent or are you associated with um, any kind of independent labels or how are you handling kind of the business side and I know that can be no, kind of I'm, long-winded and we don't have much time but <laughs> no I'm 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 independent yeah. I'm independent now and have uh, released the last few projects that I've done independently through either a distribution mm-hmm. company or as of late I use TuneCore right okay and so with this right. project I'm it's probably going to go through TuneCore I'm I'm not sure but you know, TuneCore puts puts your music out on all the platforms, so you have to have you have to have the music out there because then when you start talking about it, and they say, well, like for instance, you can go and get the the single "I Choose Love" mm-hmm. um, that Patrice and I co-wrote um, on iTunes, Spotify, all the platforms, and it was released through TuneCore as a single. Right. So right. so we'll probably continue to do that. Do that. One of the things that's really, really important, and I tell younger folks, make sure that you copyright your, your, your stuff yes. so that right now there's so many young people coming up that are so talented and they just don't know any better. Make sure you copyright your song so that you get credit and make sure that you don't. And I tell people, why are you selling your stuff? <laughs> you know, they get 3000 or 4000 and they think, wow, I got a lot of money. And then what happens is what their contribution to a song when it gets out there and it's a big smash and a hit. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, you know, it's a big hit and then, and the, and the record company and the artist, whomever put it out is making all this money. And that person that sold the, 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 the music, they can't even tell somebody I wrote that because what'll happen, they'll say, Oh, where's your credit? Let me see your name on the project. And you don't have a name. It's like, wow. Right. So I, 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 I caution, you know, people about that. No, you know, I caution that. And then, you know, I have to. No, uh, I was going to say, it's huge. It's, it's, it's fundamental. So I'm glad you're talking about it. Right. And then, then, you know, I have to give a shout out to my husband, Doug uh, Johnson Sr. He has been, we're, we're going to be married 40 years in November. Oh, wow. And, um. He's been very, very supportive. And I always knew when I found the right man, I'd get my record deal. And we signed my record deal in November, uh, October 1980 with Capitol Records. And he and I got married November of 1980. Uh, and nice. so I always, always share that. And then being persistent. It took seven years of doing various demos, mm-hmm. all, all original stuff. Before I got my record deal with Capital, mm. seven years. Yes, yeah. And I think about seven it. And, uh, wow. and the That's last persistent. demo, 
Mm-hmm. The last demo that I did had two songs on it. And I actually got a rejection letter from Capitol. Mm-hmm. And a year later, that same demo is what got me my record deal. <laughs> there were more different people involved. See? Wow. Is that crazy? Yeah. No, it, it isn't. It's just, it just shows you the, the importance of what you're saying of persistence. And, I'm, you know, I, that is something that I don't want people to think magic just happens. Like, you got to be, you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You got to be persistent. And, you know, that's when it all, that's when it all comes together. So, wow. Mm-hmm. I it know. It makes time. it look magical. Yeah, it looks magical. It's that, it's that 10 years to become an overnight success. That's, that's, that, that's that yeah. piece. <laughs> that's that that's piece. right. Ah, all right. Well, I know we are about to lose our time. Do we have time, Will, for her to kind of shout out her social media real quick? I mean, we'll include it in our show notes. Uh, but... She can, but e- even if we do get cut off, we will definitely put it in the show notes. But go ahead yeah. and shout out your social media. How can people find Yeah, well, you, you know, you can, you can go to my fan page, uh, Real Sherry Brown, or and you can, uh, I have a YouTube channel. And that's, um, I think everything is under real, R-E-A-L, Sherry Brown, S-H-E-R-E-E, Brown. And um, that's spelled with one R because there's another singer out there that spells her name with two R's. Uh And um, sometimes people will confuse me with her. She she was, she had two, she had different last names and then she got married. um, And so uh, (laughs) with Brown, I'm assuming that's what happened. So anyway, um. And and I have uh, Brown S H E R E E Brown. And it's not the real; it's real Sherry Brown. Gotcha. And that's my website, but but it's it's um, being um, uh, we're working on it now. We're updating it. So gotcha. if you go to it, you'll probably just get the, the, the page that's saying come come working on it. Awesome. And um. I think that's it. This, so I have the, the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. I mean, I, if you're not inspired, then uh, go back and listen again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And, and you know what? Thank you both because yeah. this is inspiring to me. Sometimes we need reminders, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget how we got to where we are. Yeah. And. Yeah need to be reminded. And so this is very good for me, especially in the midst of what I'm doing. So this has energized me. So now you know, I can get off when we finish talking and say, okay, let me, let me prioritize this. Let me prioritize that. Let's, this is ready to go. Yeah. Um, this project is really, you know, be on the lookout for uh, the music video. Lance Mitchell, awesome. um, who works on all kinds of shows, BET, he worked on different movies. Um, and he's the director and, and associate producer for this 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 uh, music video. And I have a partner named uh, Brenda Hewitt. She and I produced uh, the video. We're going to be producing a series of videos. Our company's called uh, Mustard Seed mm, Production. I love that. I, and, I saw and, that. I love the yeah. Mustard Seed Production. I, I just want to, I'm not going to steal it, but I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I that. Awesome. So, well. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you both. Yeah, well, we got to, uh, before before we get cut off on our own, we need to go ahead and wrap it. So, yeah. but yeah, we thank, we really thank you for being on there with us. And we, we really got, thank I mean, you. welcome. You, the thank information, you. but uh, also fed our spirit. That's the, 
That's what we love. Really fed our spirit. Yeah. No, you're, we inspire you. You inspire us. So keep doing what you're doing. And I can't wait to tune in to, to the project for sure. For sure. Yeah. Spread the word. And I'm going to be reaching out to you. Yeah. Kenya, we are going to do that song. Okay. I'm, I'm serious. You no. might have to. I'm here. I, and I'm, so, I'm in so, LA a lot. So listen. Let, well, when okay. I when I used to could travel, but yes, <laughs> I'm glad to be back. So, but there's yeah. still there's still phone and and exactly. you know sending things Technology. that we transfer. You know, yep. wave files. We can here do there. it. We can do it from so far away. Yeah. 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 We can. Yeah. yeah. We can do it. We can do it. In All fact, right, can you? Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. I hate to cut you off, but yeah, we're gonna get cut off. All right, William. Till next time, we got Good. another really dynamic uh, podcast plan for next week. So, guys, please keep tuning in. So, yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take right. care. Bye. You too. All Be right. safe, both of you. Yes. Yes. You right. too. Thanks. All right. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.